Hello 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 welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast this is Adit Kapadia and I'm here with my fellow compadre Pramod Kumar Buravalli how are you Pramod I'm good compadre uh, I hope uh, the leftists within the rightist government are right <laughs> the the economy <laughs> uh, the budget that has been presented mm. shows that the priorities are right now to uh, spend little Mm. Uh, and uh, earn more, which is uh, what looks like the um, the focus right I'm, now. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you to speak up a little bit because your voice is a little um, coming a little shallow. Okay. Thoda matlab wo aa raha hai. But but you gave you gave it a little bit of my suspense away. First of all, <laughs> my discussion is about going to be two pronged. The first we're going to talk about the budget, 2019 budget, the statement of intent. Basically, uh, what you heard, what you had before the um, elections was an interim budget. Now you have a full fledged budget of what the government is going to do in the next year. We have a new finance minister, Mrs. Nirmala Sitaraman, who was the MOS finance commerce in the previous um, government, uh, previous avatar of the Modi government. Now she is the minister of finance, finance minister, and uh, we'll discuss her performance. Then we'll also talk a little bit uh, about the cricket World Cup as we are getting into the last stages, and you know take Pramod's perspective on this and talk about the political impact of this budget. So Pramod actually brought up a very interesting point that this budget is not ostensibly a right wing, right of center budget by any means. Right. This seems to be where the government has been more focused on spending, and rather than um, you know, uh, of course there are some incentives for the middle class and stuff as well. But a lot of the corporate sector uh, comes out saying that we expected more from the budget. Yeah, the maiden budget is a very big challenge for her because the economy hmm. was slowing down with the inflows. Uh, Uh, coming down and the GDP numbers were looking uh, bad mm. even into the run up to the elections. Mm. I was uh, I was worried mm. uh, if that would be made an election issue. But generally, overall, because of the uh, receding uh, globalism and its side effect on um, services industry, which is where maximum revenue gets generated for India as a country, whether it is in Hmm. Uh, IT services, biotech, uh, whatever name you or limited my manufacturing we are into. Hmm. Uh, it, it, of course, person like Nirmala Sitaraman coming from a banking and a financial background, she knows what are the right parts that need to be addressed to address the pain points right now. You know, hmm. uh, of course, uh, infrastructure spend has to keep going because that's where the jobs are created. Hmm. Uh, there were some nods towards addressing the unemployment problem. Of course. Uh, Uh, at the SME, the startup, there the whole vision seems to be around that uh, yeah, mm. inheritance tax and the kind of angel tax that was being, uh, you know, shown as a Dracula to mm. try to, uh, you know, wean away the people's interest into starting their own company. So that was uh, addressed very well mm. uh, with the taxman asking, uh, being asked to go slow mm. on the valuation part because you know you and I can as well start a small company. And corruption money can be routed into the company by saying each share is worth a hundred crore rupees. Mm. Right? No, nobody asked uh, asked questions in the past. Mm. But after Modi came over, there were tough questions asked. As you saw, six hundred thousand upwards uh, shell companies got closed. You know, these companies were just basically um, money was getting into them, and then money was getting diverted to, to some other purposes. You know, so 
overall i'm kind of happy because she's learned quickly on the on the job it's a very big challenge mm. considering the uh, tax uh, revenues have been slipping consistently mm. uh, i think the last numbers i noted almost 1.6 lakh crore uh, was the slippage in tax revenue last year and uh, her disclosure was that the lower physical deficit of 3.3% was uh, uh, you know was there in this fiscal year uh, thereby uh, there are some increases in as per as per the concern uh, for people uh, who are earning more than the uh, you know 2 to 5 crore range there was a in increase in their tax surcharge to be yeah so let uh, me give a brief highlight like a brief overview of the budget which by the way guys if you haven't done it mind makers has a full piece on it we also have the you know uh, the key features takeaways highlights and in the end the prime minister's spe- uh, the finance minister's speech as well so basically um, a lot of all companies with an annual turnover of more than 400 crores are now going to be under the 25% tax bracket right it was the limit was 250 crores earlier so that was a good step um, now what was interesting is when it came to fdi there was a uh, an announcement that it it the restrictions will be eased but we don't know how much or the specifics in aviation retail insurance and stuff so this may be good news for air india and jet airways but we are not sure yet right and then there was jet airways is gone added jet airways is gone but definitely good news for the other airlines that are surviving including it absolutely now uh, when when it comes to indian railways as well you had the public private partnership that was uh, that was being incorporated it had been sub- suspected for a last few weeks that this would happen and you know if it has worked in other industries then why not um, what was an interesting is and this is coming from an engineering perspective I was very heartened uh, you know by uh, mr sitaraman saying that 50 lakh crore investment was going to be made in railway infrastructure because we have existing infrastructure which is crumbling and there needs to be things done to it and she it was basically for a 12 year period um propose what do you think about the disinvestment target that was i think 80 85000 crores last time and this its time uh, it's been hiked up to 1.05 lakh crores promising or do you think a, we should be more not a whole lot uh, yeah you're right from 90000 to 1 lakh uh, 5 85,000 to 1,5,000. Yeah. Yeah. So about 15,000 crores is not a big deal, which means that the sheen is off of the disinvestment gravy uh, train that the NDA one and NDA two governments were on. Apparently, mm-hmm. somebody has said to them that look, you know, if you are going to wean away all of the PSUs that are generating the job mm-hmm. and get, giving them up for uh, private uh, ownership, then there is no guarantee that the same number of jobs will be created. So, for example. Uh, if you take the uh, food corporation of india mm. although it, it leaks money it does not generate money mm. but at the semi rural and the municipal center level it generates lot of job mm. Mm. so they try to shore it up so i think there's a kind of balancing act especially mm. nirmala sitaraman coming from a jnu background knows what kind of public enterprises need to be shored up and what kind of uh, uh you know sectors that uh, where the government is performing very well mm-hmm. uh, has to be further strengthened so that uh, of course it's always a mixed economy that can india can never be a market economy correct this is my saying huh. it is a welfare state mm-hmm. it cannot be a uh, welfare of the few so she is trying to balance it out very well i'm a little bit worried that uh, the revenue numbers uh, even after the increase in taxes 
the tax on uh, petrol and diesel hmm. i don't know if uh, they will be able to generate as much revenue and keep the same Okay, so let me give let me give some statistics yeah. for our listeners. Um, uh, <laughs> Pramod is so we we are doing like a sports commentary, huh, Pramod. I am giving the statistics and you are giving the overview. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so let me give you some in- income tax numbers, right? So income tax uh, up to five lakhs. The existing was nil, and the new rate is like basically you are exempt from five to ten. It remains the same, twenty point eight. From ten to fifty, it's thirty one point two. From fifty lakhs to one crore is thirty four point three. Again, unchanged. From one crore to two crore is thirty-five point nine, and this is where the hike comes. From two crores to three crores, it was two crores to five crores. It was thirty-five point nine. Now it's increased to thirty-nine point zero. And if you are making more than five crores, it was thirty-five point nine, but now that has increased up to forty-two point seven, almost an increase of seven percent, which had a lot of eyebrows sort of going up. Yeah, but. But but I'll tell you my comment on that is that uh, there are so many of the tax deductions you can apply. We have one house now; they have made uh, owning a two house, uh, you know, thing commonplace with the kind of exemptions they are providing. You know, your travel, all of those. So net, I don't think it has ever exceeded even at the forty-two percent tax bracket. Uh, after all the tax deductions, they they. Individual might end up paying somewhere around eighteen to twenty-five percent, and that is a good in the, the global average. Mm. Considering that your savings rate is still hovering at six point five to seven point five percent. अगर FD में पैसा डालते हो, world में कहीं पे भी seven roughly about seven percent नहीं आता है ये वाला फैक्टर. So you can't have it both ways. You have tax higher at both individual level, and you had mentioned the four hundred crore. Uh, Uh, turnover Hmm. So somebody has to monitor that, like kind of an SME 
implemented for 5 years where the government was providing the stimulus remember all mm. the projects that jatay was implementing those were the ones that were generating all the jobs in the rural and semi rural areas from where bjp got the vote bjp mm. did not get as many votes as it usually does from the urban area mm. because the maximum number that is the intention is to increase the income of the rural person from 4000 rupees to 8000 rupees they are going as per plan the rural infrastructure mein jitna paisa lagana hai that is what they are doing and that that needs to be done what worries me a little bit other is that on the job if nirmala sitaraman tomorrow gets to understand the nuances of the npa problem which is what has plagued the economy and then tomorrow it is decided that all the npas whichever it is because it's a substantial voting block remember the uh, the bubble that happened here the real estate bubble hmm. and the kind of mortgage crisis that entered in 2007 8 time frame which led to the stock market crash kahi wo na ho jaye india mein i feel i am a little bit fearful that if this becomes a political budget it is not at this point it's a patch apply patch everywhere for the budget agar wo ho jata hai na then that is the big problem when government will be forced to step in and do what obama did which is to um distribution they have all dropages the only network that is uh, low cost and eating away the complete market segment is jio mm. so they have to create an artificial uh, competitor right now by bankrolling gsnl this is what the government shouldn't be doing mm. which is to say agar koi think ho raha hai organization to it should let it think mm. unless it is really uh, capable of generating multitudes of jobs gsnl mtnl for all i know are are basically a big pain on the economy Yeah. Why even have a telephone exchange unless you you want to spy on the people? This is like old socialist mentality. But क्या करे? You know, even take में ये होता है कि maybe the government has decided. Like I think I don't know if you remember uh, in one of the interviews with Rahul Kanwal uh, before the election of Bank of Ganga. वो जो जॉइंट इंटरव्यू था अंजना ओम कश्यप नरेंद्र मोदी राहुल
our growth rate has always been dependent on the services sector not mm. on the agriculture not mm. on the manufacturing not on government or any sort of boost that happens on the infrastructure front it's not permanent the only permanent tax generator or uh, revenue generator has been the services sector mm. which obviously has been carrying uh, after liberalization it has been carried on by successive uh, governments on autopilot mode that was what was worrying me with this trade war happening between india or our sort of uh, trade category of you know to 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 that was happening between us and china mm. i wanted india to benefit and india has actually done the right thing by modi talking uh, to uh, trump on the sidelines of osaka security commitment apparently about 300 american companies with a lot of manufacturing jobs are really rushing at long to go and uh, open up their office. yeah actually you know so that would have been a little sooner had trump not gone on this trade tangent and but we have a terrific it, piece by harita pusarla on that too today i uh, you know he transactional aage to usko kuch pehle action karte dikhna chahiye american public ko he does not care less as soon as there is a deal signed he'll say modi is the best person <laughs> so and 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 to be honest with you I was looking for that kind of uh, impetus to ha- uh, to encourage these three hundred companies to come by mm. today because they'll hit the ground running pretty fast. If that remember those Adani, SEZs, and all of those uh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, big ones, ha, if they do these tax concessions and all the so-called uh, uh, you know subsidies that are required to keep these companies afloat, mm. imagine three hundred companies in two thousand jobs per company. That is about three hundred thousand direct jobs right there. So from you know? fr- from from ultra micro to micro to ultra macro, we've covered it all on the budget segment. Uh, but all in all, Pramod, if I had to sum it up, I think you liked what the budget was. In conclusion, if I would ask you the political impact of the budget, uh, I'm, I'm t- I talked about talking this after the World Cup, but it's much better to talk about this now and then we'll talk about the World Cup in the next part. Um, Congress really doesn't have a leg to stand on right now. They are in disaster after disaster mode. There were rumors that Motilal Vora will be the president, a young 90-year-old Motilal Vora to succeed uh, Rahul Gandhi. But now apparently his name is gone. So Shushil Kumar Shinde's name is back on. Or you know, it's a fun thing. Every congressman whose name is announced, before they are asked what you will do, they already pledged loyalty to Rahul Gandhi. Well, they are gone. They are so, gone because... So essentially there is no political impact of this budget this time, I think. Yeah, no, not at all because they have covered both left and right. Hmm. You know, the allocation to Ayushman Bharat has gone up. Uh, they have announced a different vote for higher education. Hmm. They are doing all the things that from the Congress playbook that Congress has no answer. If you have done this, then we have done it more. So what is Congress? What is the Congress? They have got their hands with everyone, Modi Ji. Congress has not got their so uh, again the only salient criticism i would say i mean the sincere criticism if it were to happen will obviously be on the kind of uh, lack of allocation to um, most important uh, piece that i've always been passionate about is that for example if somebody uh, feels that they um, you know want to start an industry and they are uh, looking to get some sort of a Uh, help or leg up from the government. You know, I think there was an effort that uh, early on started in India, hmm. whereby uh, experienced uh, people would come and consult and advise. I'm just kind of I did not see that kind of uh, mention on what they intend to do with startup India or uh, make in India. Uh, kind of like treating the uh, reference to that. Hmm. Uh, but overall, 
overall, it's a very well balanced uh, faculty. I have no complaints whatsoever because she's learning on the job, which is first of all, her. Fascinating. So, from from yeah. from the mind makers, from my mind makers, compadre and mind makers co-founder, who or I as I call him, our resident economist. It's uh, one thumbs up to Miss Sitaraman. Uh, with the second thumb marginally up, as Pramod is waiting to see what she does in the next few months. So that wraps up part one. Part two is going to be less somber than this. It's going to be more fun, more power packed, and Pramod and I are going to be unabashedly waving our tricolors. So if you feel that uh, talking loudly about India is jingoist, jingoistic, please stop right now. If you agree with us, please listen to the next part. You'll have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> Before we go ahead, uh, thank you and huge shout out for all our friends, supporters of Mind Makers. Uh, we've received unprecedented support. Um, uh you know the last couple of weeks um throughout our five year journey and then when you see a sort of a, a revamped uh, announcement about the podcast next week we'll talk a little bit about uh, more about them there but i just wanted to do a small plug for all our supporters from both pramod and my side um so in part part 2 pramod uh, world cup 2019 uh, the final four have been decided india australia england and new zealand uh, the four of probably the four most consistent teams in the world cup england not so much uh, in england and new zealand but still they've done quite well to get here uh, your initial thoughts about how the world cup went on any things i mean afghanistan almost beat pakistan and pakistan is yeah. absolutely losing their heads when that happened it was amazing i mean some of the games have been absolutely amazing i know and i think they should be renamed uh, gulbadin gulbadin <laughs> i know gulbadin gave them itna gul khilaya unhone i really like i think you were the one who said uh, i think a uh, uh, few times or was it shrikant hmm. that you know india will not mind losing to afghanistan or west indies kyunki wo emotional sa aata hota hai na ha or i think he also said uh, shilaka Hmm. But लेकिन पाकिस्तान या बांग्लादेश या even for that matter Australia से हारने से बहुत promote if afghanistan had beat yeah. pakistan it would also send a very strong geopolitical message people say how because india has invested so much in afghan cricket and stuff like that and pa- you could clearly see pakistani pa- a lot of pakistanis uh, uh, the shoaib akhtar said something they could not take that afghanistan was getting this close and i don't mean pakistani citizens i mean like the intelligentsia and stuff like that oh yeah because you see the right that broke out and how people were uh, at it uh, each other after that and yeah. that's the kind of uh, step brotherly treatment pakistan had given to afghanistan hmm. for many many uh, decades and this was afghanistan's way of uh, giving back to So and and let me jog your memory back, Pramod, because you share the same birthday. You you share your birthday with the Bangladesh Creation Day, December sixteenth, Vijay Divas. Correct. 
1999 when Vasivakram said oh we are playing our small brothers Bangladesh you know in the Bangladesh's first world cup and they beat Pakistan in the group stage that sent out a very strong message too the 28 years later original east pakistan now known as bangladesh comes and beats you in the world cup now i mean of, of course afghanistan has no that but afghanistan has really no love lost for pakistan in terms of what, how the geopolitics of the region plays around so that would have been another huge message no even bangladesh team looks good others in fact uh, i was very happy with uh, uh, that guy shakib al hasan shakib al hasan has been a revelation i mean shakib has been the player of the world cup for me Yeah, he is definitely a great all-rounder, and he feels well, and he motivates. Uh, you know, although at this point, I think this is uh, you know going to be one of his last outings. I don't know what from an age standpoint, but he's been one of those two guys, I guess, uh, who has scored six thousand runs in one-day one-day international. Hmm. That's a big deal for Bangladesh as well. So. <laughs> I'll tell you. For me, yeah. the key, the key disappointment, big disappointments was I. I was expecting Afghanistan to do a little better, uh, maybe win one or two games. The West Indies came very close to winning. I mean, they had a heartbreaking loss to New Zealand. Again, in Australia, they threw it away. They should have won two or three more games. South Africa never performed according to potential. So, in a way, you. you cannot view this world cup as one sided there were a lot of close contests a lot of teams gave it their all the only criticism was i think it was a little too long maybe they could have made it compact by a week having more double headers but as we head off into playoff week i think we are going to have three cracking matches and all four teams deserve to be i don't uh, empathize with any of those uh, remaining six teams that were not able to make it to the semi finals uk The four have really performed very well, huh. you know, in terms of. But uh, I will tell you who takes the Pakistan fans take the cake in how they have criticized their own team. I mean, some of their memes have been absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but well, they 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 don't seem to know huh. uh, when to perform. It's like a very mercurial team. That's that's what I feel uh, always huh. the past seven eight years. Hmm. Pakistan ka kuch pata hi nahi hai. There's no. Even their coach probably will not be able to say whether they'll perform well. <laughs> you know, and they bamboozle the coach, and they do a good job in the next. Uh, so sometimes yeah, they surprise themselves only. <laughs> uncoachable, hai, uncoachable. Un- but I really like you know you know the other team apart from India. Obviously, I uh, I will root for India. But uh, the other team I really like is uh, England. England, I know England. Is- I watched. England cricket in the 80s until the early 90s when they had Boots, Gatting, um, Alan Lamb. Um, yeah, after all of them, Boots, Gatting, Ian Botham, Alan Lamb, David Gower, they all left. England one day cricket just tanked, and England hasn't been in, in the semi-final of a World Cup since 1992. That's 27 years Correct. ago. And this team looks agile. This team looks sprintly. It looks to be. Uh, in purpose, uh, the top batting order actually even. <laughs> The uh, conundrum for India is down. the conundrum for India is you want to face you will have to face England either in the semi final or the final unless and until something happens in you know uh, uh, some weird sort of result happens ninety nine percent you will face them in one of the things um, I mean because I I I suspect if India plays Australia in one semi final I I predict India England to beat New Zealand quite easily again so I think um, India has to be careful I have maintained since the last two years that if there is one team that India can trip up. Against in the World Cup, it's England, and 
and it has happened so i pray to god that it this is the only one it happened only once and it won't happen again in that but before before we end this segment i have a question about dhoni do you think he is losing his touch a little bit and you have indian indian he is, he the is, indian management uh, cannot question is, him Ah uh, no no, but he is. But Kohli apparently I don't know what this is. Whether this is Guru Bhakti or this this kind of hundred uh, uh, percent love that's going uh, between him and Dhoni. It is just because natural choice would be even some of those other games. Hmm. Uh, Dhoni would have been rested for whatever reason. You know, he's still a senior player and he can still play and all that. Great. But Rishabh Pant is a revelation. Yeah, you get. Uh, he can still keep, and uh, you are still playing Rishabh Pant uh, four down with Tony coming after. I don't know. Uh, maybe the selectors also said that this is Kohli's World Cup. I and don't Kohli know. I think I Tony is a good captain. So right now he is Kohli's super captain. You know, and and the over when the Kohli goes to the boundary, Tony only sets the field. But I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm disappointed in that. Uh, this, see, uh, I'm a big Tony. Ah, uh, this team should be renamed the Hindu cricket team. Ah, अरे बाप रे! Change in uniform and sensitivity. धोनी को तो अर्जुन छोड़ ही नहीं रहा है. Mister, 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 Mister provocative Pramod has put out another chakka on this. But, so I consider consider what he said and. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Obvious performance is not a criteria. No, no, no. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to direct all the hate towards your Twitter timeline. Huh? <laughs> We get enough <laughs> Jamila as it is. No, but but in conclusion, I, 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 I like the team. No, yeah. in, in conclusion, yeah. I think Dhoni is a Dhoni is an essential component of the Indian team. But if he is not performing. I think he should not be above question. No one should be. Uh, when people give the Sachin example in the World Cup, it's wrong. In two thousand eleven, Sachin was the leading scorer for India in the World Cup. Yes, I do believe after the two thousand eleven World Cup, Sachin did might not have played to his fullest potential in some one days. But the World Cup example is completely not valid. Uh, he was in prime form at that time. And Dhoni. Yeah, but but you know why this team is so special? If the batsmen are not performing, the bowlers are performing. Oh my god! And the word. fielding has been immaculate. My yeah, player yeah, of yeah, India's yeah. World Cup has been Jaspreet Bumrah. That man has just been yeah. unbelievable. He is the best player. He is the best. Yeah, pace generate करता है यार. You know, I have been seeing cricket for thirty five years now. Hmm. क्या short run up में ऐसा फेंकता है जैसे he is just losing control of the ball, but then it's a Yorker. Damn Yorker, damn. अनबिलीवलोडकास्टिलोमियोलीमियोलर Uh, it's it's really similar to Ravinder Kaushik's story. Ravinder Kaushik was the same draw agent, Black Tiger, yeah, uh, kind of James Bond who got caught and you uh, uh, he, he was called Black Tiger, right? He was he was called Black Tiger. That was his code name. But yeah. Romeo, uh, this uh, raw thing by John Abraham is very eerily similar to his story. Not everything is same, hmm. but very eerily. But you should watch it if you can. Fascinating. So my 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 recommendation when you know Pramod talked about the Socialist Times is going to be an HBO mini series called Chernobyl. It is a terrific terrific show. It's about the Chernobyl disaster. It's a fictionalized fictionalized depiction. Well, I wouldn't say fictionalized depiction. Basically, they've taken facts and sort of cinematized yeah. it and all. 
the science is accurate according to many scientists and the it's a five episode mini series and it oh, is uh, out of this park i would recommend it's oh, probably okay. the best show i've seen this year guys uh, maybe in the last 2 3 years uh, and it's it's outstanding so do watch it i'll take a look at it i will absolutely so thank you pramod for joining us he'll be back next week obviously we'll be back with more panelists and let us know if you have any questions or anything till then from adit and pramod it is goodbye